Good evening, Life Transformational Self-Help listeners. A hearty felt welcome to all of my first-time and continuous listeners. By faith, you are having a blessed, wonderful, a beautiful, and prosperous 2020. We're deep into the year and may be struggling with unwanted choices that we may be reaping the harvest of what we thought would give us comfort. But you can put a smile on your face and have great joy in your heart because today is your day for deliverance in the name of Jesus. First, a moment of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for opening our eyes this morning and allowing us to be in your presence once again. Forgive us of our sins and restore your love, joy, and peace to those who may be feeling as though all is lost. Father God, use me as your guide for drawing your people into a relationship with you. Father God, Lord Jesus, heal all who are sick mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. Father God, in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the hearts of all your listeners so that they can see themselves to make changes for their prosperity, as well as move in the now and hear your directions to stay conscious. Help your listeners to understand that it is according to their faith that the impossible becomes possible. Forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit over them and into their lives, overflowing, causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will, preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Teach each listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do would be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are through your will and not their own. Change their perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today's episode is titled Misty, Stormy, and Cloudy Rain. Do you remember in my past episodes, I have mentioned one of our birthrights being confidence? Well, we're going to explore this word to help you understand the importance of why it is necessary for Christian believers to be confident no matter where they may go and what they do in this world. I'm not talking about worldly confidence because that isn't any reassurance and you'll always be let down. The definition of confidence according to the Webster's Dictionary is assurance, self-possession, 
aplomb mean a state of mind or a manner marked by easy coolness and freedom from uncertainty diffidence or embarrassment confidence stresses faith in oneself and one's powers without any suggestion of conceit or arrogance this is versus biblical understanding to have confidence is to have belief that you can rely on someone or something as christian believers our confidence isn't in something but it is in someone and the world's confidence is in self things and other people five things you ought to know here's how scripture explains it the first being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ this scripture is found in the book of Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 where's your confidence his confidence has been with you since the day that you have believed in and made a covenant with him therefore what god promises he will do but it is according to your beliefs and how confident you are about how great he is in your life that it shall be manifested number two there is one body and one spirit even as ye are called in one hope of your calling this is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 4 where's your confidence this scripture clarifies that Holy Spirit is your reassurance the confidence living inside of you our third point is there is no fear in love but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment he that feareth is not made perfect in love this is found in the book of first john chapter 4 verse 18 where is your confidence when holy spirit is living inside of you love is made perfect Therefore, confidence is manifested in trusting God as the source of your hope. Where is your confidence? Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. This scripture is found in the book of Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23 does your confidence line up with what the world's confidence confiding in money confiding in material possessions could be putting you in despair setting you up for a fall what will you do when all the confidence in the world lets you down wealth isn't the confidence to gain all you're asking for is contributed heartaches and pain where is your confidence
let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord, which exercised loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. This is found in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 9, verse 24. So when we are going through the misty, stormy, and rainy days of being hopeless, God is your reassurance and confidence that you'll make it through the outpouring of mist, haze, rain, and blizzards. Confidence is connected to you having the courage, and courage is connected to your faith. What you stand firm in is your strength, and faith is connected to your belief. What you believe in and your beliefs are connected to your hope, what you are anticipating, and your hope is connected to you gaining access to receiving your heart desires because you have a trust in God as the source of your hope. Remember that confidence is understanding and knowing he who has placed his confidence in you that you may live out his promises to you. As we are nearing the end of this episode, and I hope you have enjoyed this message, but before we close out this episode, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to a prayer of confession of faith. Could you speak this with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes and dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. In you, I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It's necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ, and to receive Holy Spirit, which is the completion of our sealed promise from Jesus. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This scripture is found in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. The Holy Spirit is our way, our only way of escaping and having liberty freedom and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world today if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go now is the time for you to reflect on what your future will look like because of the choices and decisions you make today this is not a time for turning your back on god but an opportunity to receive him while he's near looking back makes you not fit for the kingdom 
And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. This is found in the book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 62. You may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive Holy Spirit. Now is the time, zero to five seconds, the moment you've decided to listen to this message became your appointed time as you were listening in on this podcast episode. Choose she today whom you will serve. Will it be God or man? Meaning the world. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose ye this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the God of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Reflecting over your life, you may come to a point where it's time for you to rethink and change what you're used to doing. If things hasn't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control, it means that it is time for you to come out of the comforts of fear, doubt, worry, shame, unbelief, and all negativity that you have made a home with. You know that fence of security that you've been holding on to and step out with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, it is one way of choosing defeat over victory and you saying that I'm going to keep one foot in heaven and the other in hell just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. Taking this type of risk could cause you to miss the rapture. This is double-minded thinking. Remember, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or the present, and you have no one to blame for that choice or decision that you have made but yourself. Don't be deceived by double-minded thinking. This isn't possible, so stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies, just in case you didn't know he is the father of lies. In scripture it says, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in the book of John chapter 8 verse 44. You can't serve God and man. You can't be on this side trying to live righteous for God and doing the work of the Lord and be a part of the world. You have to choose one or the other. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. This scripture is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 24. 
but choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn and go the opposite of what God has planned for your life could become the darkest day of your life. It costs you more than physical things, which may seem of importance, but the greatest of them all in eternity in heaven to go back home to our rightful place. If you're looking for a true reality, this is what is to come. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 7. Your body returns to the earth from which it came, and your spirit and your soul will be returned to God, and there will your spirit stand before God, waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life. Your spirit makes up who you are, not your physical body. If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. Don't wait too long before making a decision because that decision could make you permanently a resident in hell. The one place that no one really wants to be. Also, remember that your choices define where your destiny lies. And to choose sin is to step out of alignment, headed towards death. And it is choosing to die, not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is found in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 23 if you're finding yourself occasionally or habitually practicing any of these things sexual immorality any type of sex outside of marriage adultery having any type of sexual relations with others outside of your marriage your marriage is a covenant or partnership between you and the one you've decided or chose to be in covenant with and God homosexuality falls under sexual immorality it is having sexual pleasures and sex with someone of the same sex if you are living under the same roof sleeping in the same bed it is a type of shacking up fornication which is a deadly sexual sin against your own body and if you are desiring to or have already entered into marriage of the same sex, it is still shacking up fornication and papers of a signed deal with the devil and his kingdom. And another nasty habit is gossip, talking negatively as well as positively about anyone without their consent, or shall we say using someone else's information as a conversation starter and or to belittle or bully that person. The list can go on and on and on and on, etc., etc., etc. These are sure signs of demonic spirits riding your back. It's time to break the sin cycle. You know that saying, you are what you eat, meaning physically? Meditate on the fact that this is not entirely true because you are spirit, soul, and body. So your body is affected by what you eat and isn't all of you. 
Therefore, your spirit and soul is affected by what you consume on a daily basis mentally and emotionally. You will become whatever you give your attention to, meaning that whatever you entertain, its spirit will come to live inside of you. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This scripture is found in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Like I mentioned in previous episodes that your body is a temporary housing and that which can't be seen, spirit and soul, is forever or permanent. While we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal this scripture is found in the book of second corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 the choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny the most important decision for you to make when thinking about oneself today is to renew your mind with a new heart by receiving a spiritual transplant meaning to have a changed mind your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave earth without it or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or of uncertainty Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 5. And this is a conversation um, between Jesus and Nicodemus. And Nicodemus asked a question about how are we to be born again? Can we enter into our mother's womb a second time? And Jesus continues to mention to him that except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So all who are not water baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit will not be allowed into the kingdom. Holy Spirit is our sealed promise. That's our engagement ring. You got to keep that. And for you to keep the Holy Spirit, you need to make sure you are consistently filled up with Holy Spirit living inside of you. That means on a daily basis at all times. That's how you keep from sinning too. So receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny. Be prepared to leave and stay erect and being watchful and stay connected to the main source which is God. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This can be found in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. In other words, completing the equation, believing plus water baptism plus receiving Holy Spirit 
is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny. In whom he also trusted after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. This is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. Jesus is the only connection to eternal life, your new heart, helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free. Yes, it does. It takes 100% of your dedication in prayer, worship, praising, and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit house in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home and it doesn't make us who we are, but transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide, the help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living the Christian life, believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without Holy Spirit residing in you. Without Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil, and his kingdom. Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and a down payment of God's promise to you if you are already saved but haven't been filled with Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think dream or ask but God is life without limits now that you have some clarity about how Holy Spirit operates and its connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled Invitation by Nicholas and The Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar and the song Cycles by Jonathan Reynolds to get a reflection of how it would be when you stand before God and His extended love for you when you decide to return from your vaccinated state of mind and to become more aware of the sin cycle and freeing yourself of it 
Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and have them download, register to listen. If you are are there desiring to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite follow and or subscribe buttons located within the app. You will receive notifications of new published episodes. Also, I would like to acknowledge that the music you're hearing in the background is not, uh, I have no rights to it. And it is uh, music which is played on Spotify. Now this concludes our episode. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day.